1: Uh, Today we're joined with two guests that I'm so excited to hear about. I love seeing the industry of VR grow, not just our favorite games, you know, new Mm -hmm. hardware. It's these small things like leakers in the industry, you know, now we're having VR conventions pop up. It's really cool to see the whole industry grow. So today we're joined with Nate and Hala of uh, Val Esports. You know, you guys are having your first convention come up. So do you mind to tell our listeners a little bit more about who you guys are and exactly what's going on with this new event?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So, uh, you know, real quick, by way of introduction, you know, my name is Nate McCollum. I handle the developer relations, business development, project management, basically, you know, every anything here that needs to get done, I'm usually involved with in some way.
0: And I'm Hala. I am the esports specialist at Val. So I run our leagues and tournaments, and then I also do our social media. So if anybody's in any of our discords or messages our Twitter or anything, you're going to be hearing from me.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you want, I could just go into the company history and bring you up to speed on where we're at right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I that'd think be that's a, a absolutely great spot. perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, we started as a VR arcade back in 2016, uh, right here in Salt Lake City. Got a little bit of investor money from a group called Boost VC, and uh, very shortly after that, our CEO was at at GDC and met the Beat Saber developers. Uh, before they'd ever even sold a single copy of the game. And it's it's hard to consider now, but at the time they were so financially strapped that they couldn't afford a booth at GDC. So they were demoing the game in the basement of an off-site, off-site nightclub where they AC it broken. So the headsets were just drenched in sweat. No one wanted to get into them. <laughs> um, but he walked up and he's just, you know, he introduced himself and he's like, you know, I, I, I think you guys have a great idea here. You've got great leaderboard integration. You ever considered doing a tournament? And they hadn't and one thing led to another and so we uh as a company hosted the first and to my knowledge only uh lbe official beat Saber tournament um and we went to press we were expecting about 50 arcades optimistically and it ended up being 168 across 24 countries so it was a big deal um which you know an ego stroke here i'd like to think that we helped get beat Saber to where they're at but <laughs> um anyway from there we got uh, we got noticed by htc hp did some work with oculus so like we did uh you know tournaments for like tower tag uh, archangel hellfire beginning of 2020 we actually beat out esl for the contract to roll out pistol lip which was a huge moment of company pride um But then uh, we, you know, 2020 happened and VR arcades are not super COVID friendly. So we kind of had to pivot our business model and we started going from, you know, in-person type stuff where it was like small one-off tournaments to bigger uh, multi-studio at-home events. So like our first event that we did was our VR Fit Summit, where it was basically all these different titles that were focused on fitness. Um, That's actually where I joined the team was about, you know, the summer of 2020. So um, which, you know, that event was a decent success you know oculus picked it up on their blog posts and stuff and a few other things but from there we're just like you know let's start expanding this out further let's bring in more influencers and everything and so we with our winter games we started doing that and we just saw a participation and everything explode uh you know like like two three times what we had for the for the fit summit just because we started utilizing influencers and so we found a real big hole in the market for influencer marketing And so we've been doing a lot of that in addition to our events just to kind of help keep the lights on but our big focus has always been trying to push VR esports more front and center and so we've done you know four events total now at this point that have all been at home and stuff We're, we've got a solid team we've gone from like you know, seven that we had with the Fit Summit up to a team of like twenty-five now, and we're we're tackling our first big in-person multi-studio type event uh, where we're going to have like esports, game demonstrations. We're going to be doing some live streaming with influencers and such. Uh, it's it's going to be a big kind of uh, it's a big roll of the dice for us, but we're we're really optimistic on how things can pan out. So,
1: and this is going to be held in Salt Lake.
2: Yeah, Salt Lake yeah. City from November third to the fifth.
1: So coming right up pretty fast. I mean, how long has yep. it been in the works, too? I imagine something like this isn't just snap your fingers and all of a sudden it's put together.
0: Oh, that's uh, that's what you'd think. You, you'd think <laughs> um, that, yeah. <laughs> we kind of started, our CEO kind of started talking about it um, March, April, um, just after GDC, after talking with the guys at Between Realities about doing something in person. And from there, it just kind of went on and on and in august is when we really started like dedicating ourselves to it which august is not that long ago so we've been no. crazy insanely busy but it really is pulling together and i think it's gonna be awesome
2: yeah it it's a testament to just the the sheer tenacity and and skill of the team that we've been able to throw something like this together to the point where it does see it, it looks like it's a professional actual convention and everything uh in such a be short her- time span.
3: Is this going to be held in a convention center or? Um...
2: So we have a twenty-two thousand square foot space uh, at the Gateway Mall here in Salt Lake. Um, so you know, twenty-two thousand square feet—not extremely big for a convention, but at the same time, this for, for something first of its kind like this, uh, it's you know, with the amount of people that are showing up in terms of studios and everything, we're pre- we're uh, we're fairly confident that it should be enough space. So,
1: no, yeah. twenty-two thousand—that's not
3: super small.
1: So I'd rather see a a stuffed, you know, a packed center than, you know, big spaces and 20,000 square feet. But, you know, it's uh, it's empty. Yeah. So I think that small one, especially for your first one, you're not not exactly sure how things are going to go. I think that's that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah. So we're we're optimistic that we can uh, we can pack it a bit. So we've got several booths of uh, studios that are there going to be participating. We've got, you know, live demonstrations for like Among Us VR and uh, several other things going on. Um, but yeah, so we we can get into that a bit more if you want uh, in terms of like more specific details. Holla can answer that.
3: Yeah, I'd be curious what studios. I mean, you don't have to mention them all or any that might still be <laughs> in the works or whatever. But if there's any that you feel like mentioning, you know, absolutely, feel yeah. free. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think like the the first big standout one is obviously like Among Us VR. That's kind of the one that really like solidified we are doing this event um, because Among Us doesn't come out until November 11th. And so our event is actually gonna be the first ever live streams of it. And if for anyone that didn't get the chance to be in the beta, myself included, it's gonna be their first chance to really see the game and try it out. So that's gonna be awesome. Then we also have studios like The Walking Dead, um, Saints and Sinners Retribution. So on Halloween day, we're going to be um, live streaming with some of our influencers, some sneak peeks at that game as well, because that's also unreleased. Then we have games like After the Fall, um, Knock, Superfly, Project Demigod, that you're either going to be able to try in person. You can watch your favorite influencers play. Um, some of them you'll be able to meet the devs of. We have devs coming out from Project Demigod, Sales, Superfly, Monkey Sea, Monkey Doodoo. Um, <laughs> Amy from The Walking Dead is going to be there. She's not going to have a booth, though, so you're going to have to kind of, like, where's Waldo her. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a, a great experience, and there's there's even more games than that that are going to be involved.
3: Now, this, I mean, when we found out where it was located, we were instantly like, ah, oh, I'm a little jelly about this. Yeah, how'd you it guys? It sounds like a damn good event.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that's a, that's a, a hell of a list of developers. And it's a first of
3: you know. It's like everything's going to be, you know, you're kind of laying the foundation for. What's going to happen next year and the year after that? So
1: well, and for coming together really from August now, I mean that's that's a hell of a roster for uh-huh. the notice. So I mean, how did you guys end up deciding on Salt Lake City, Utah, as well? What was the is that where you guys are out of right now?
2: That's that's where we're based out of. So I mean, there, yeah,
0: we,
2: got- we we used to have more people in Utah than we currently do. Um, that when we were a team of seven, like five of them were here, and now we're there's about five of us here still, um, <laughs> but we're spread all over the country and have a few employees internationally. So,
0: yeah. So we're going to have like five people fly out to Utah and then we're going to have the team that's here working on it. Um, But yeah, that's where the company was founded.
3: Okay. Beautiful area. I've actually been there. Yeah. And then right outside the,
1: I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything bad about Salt Lake City. It's always one of those like hidden gems. When
3: you go to Utah and you look around, you go, "I, I, I I, I get it. (laughs) They <laughs> got some nice mountains, nice scenery. It's
2: Oh, just definitely. just wait till you get to the canyons in fall. That's uh the colors <laughs> that you see there are just amazing. So yeah, oh, yeah
0: that's I'm up in the mountains today. It's beautiful. It's supposed to snow today, so everyone hope I can make it home after the snow, but <laughs> it's gonna be gorgeous. To
2: I don't <laughs> want it to snow.
3: <laughs>
1: it doesn't it does say ski Utah on the license plate, right?
2: It does. Oh, we yeah. have, we have some fantastic uh powder that comes in here. Yeah, so
1: at season. least if uh if you make the trip out it's not just vr at least you're gonna have some nice beautiful scenery along Absolutely. along with yep. it nice city not,
2: not sure there'll be skiing or snowboarding available. <laughs> no. at that point. it's a little early in the season hey,
1: no we'll play uh, we're
3: praying for the the nicest weather possible for your you, event you
1: get a <laughs> lot a lot of foot traffic everything that. like that yeah. and uh you know how many days is this event again i think you referenced it right in the beginning but just for our listeners and stuff you know what's the the schedule for this this event like
2: So technically we're running six days, but there's only three days that are open to the public. So the third through the fifth are the days that we'll be doing stuff, you know, like with the booths and public interaction and everything else. Um, The the 31st through the second are, those are going to be the days that we're doing all our filming with the content creators and such.
0: But you can on the 31st check, catch the Walking Dead stream Um, and that'll be, oh, I want to say at 5 p.m. Eastern, but I'm not going to guarantee that you'll be able to find it on our socials.
3: Either way, I think those those videos are gonna blow up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This will be the real real. I mean, then you got influencers playing it too, so I am sure they're hyping it up already. Well, I mean, climb the top. And we've
2: got uh, we've got a pretty big roster of influencers that are gonna be jumping in on it. So,
1: do you want to list off maybe some of the people who are there in case one of our listeners go, "Oh, that's my favorite." I am going. I mean,
2: we have uh, Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. He's flying in. Um, gamer Tag is also flying in. So you know we've got oh and uh, Tigress. So we got three coming in from the UK. Uh, and Jersey four oh she yeah i forgot Jersey. so that's four um we've got like ls toast and tech manju um
0: and shari coming Kasinshari, in Shari,
2: yeah uh um, gingis i'm
0: trying to think tiny Pathaya. he's
3: okay
2: <laughs> and, and a few others we've got some local people that are coming in as well um but you know we've got a fairly uh, oh, Soul Fox—that's another one. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on him because he's literally in the trailer. <laughs>
1: Sometimes when <laughs> so, things are right in front of you, it's the the easiest uh, to mess.
2: Yeah, well, we've been working on this for for so long; it's just everything's just all kind of blended together at this point. So, oh, I but uh, we've got a big roster coming out for this. We've also got a bunch of local influencers uh, coming out as well, um, and we're we're just—it's going to be a great event for for networking between developers and influencers and between people that you know want to meet uh their their favorite vr ones we've also got uh several vr podcasts coming out so like between realities is going to be there um alex uh, told us last night that he's he's going to be flying out with Skeva because Skeva is going to come out with uh, the q2c crew uh, and not, not to be promoting competition on your show or anything.
1: No, no there's no competition. No, it's oh, a reason
0: not. for you guys to come out.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, the, the Q2C crew is going to be out there. Uh, you know, Eric and all them. Ja- uh, VR with Jasmine is going to be there. Um, I think Adam Bombbody is going to be there as well. I, I'm waiting for confirmation on that, but it sounds like she's going to. Uh, at least she's heavily leaning that direction. So uh, so we've got several people that are going to be doing stuff live at the event in terms of coverage. Um so so yeah, I mean, a lot of interest in this.
3: Yeah, no, I, no I, I I I like the the structure. I mean, it's it's a win for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. And we are probably some of the most anti-competitive people with that kind of stuff. There's no competition or anything. I want us oh, yeah. all to. No, no, no. I want That's everyone all to, to succeed. Yes.
2: <laughs> VR oh. is still such a small, tight knit community that there's really not a lot of, you don't see kind of the cutthroat stuff that you see with other like big, big right. podcasting yeah. sort of arenas. There,
1: there's no room for it. I think if you start to do like that, nobody's going to grow. Yeah. You know, it's the only way that we're going to actually see this industry go up. I think it's up. cool
3: to see so many people going out. Mm-hmm.
1: So nonetheless, so if somebody's interested in actually, you know, going attending and checking this out, what's the the cost for, for the event? Yeah, uh, I mean, Holly, so, you're
2: your handling tickets, so <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you can go to newrealityxr.com, um, and that'll get you to the tickets. So tickets are um, fifty. Well, they're sixty dollars if you want a three-day ticket that is going to allow you to do esports all three days, come in all three days, um, or you can get a one-day ticket for twelve dollars. Um, but also, we can hook you guys up with a special discount code, um, and if you do Rough Talk VR. In the checkout, then you can get half off any ticket that you want.
1: Ooh! So for any of our listeners in the Utah area, all around, I would definitely take full advantage. That's a pretty. That's those very,
3: prices on face value. I were, was going to say that's like,
1: extremely reasonable.
3: Yeah. I was like sixty. Is that going to be for the day? <laughs> like three days. That's no. You guys are are really doing a good job with the the financial end of it.
1: Then yeah, and I'll definitely yeah. We want
0: to keep it accessible for sure.
1: And you know, I'll throw the link for that right in the show notes. So if anybody goes, oh, what was that URL? You, you don't want to go backwards in the podcast nonstop. Just go check out the show notes, the episode description. You'll see the the link right in there. And be sure to use, you know, Rough Talk VR. So is there any intention to take this outside the Salt Lake
3: area once you've, you know, gotten your feet wet with mm-hmm. going, okay, we've done our first one. Now it's do we the- start picking, like, you know, Boston? Yeah, or is
1: this the beta test for uh, a national
3: I'd market? For, I'd push
1: for Boston.
2: Oh, always. So... At this point, not particularly, because one of the things that we've noticed with doing our previous events is that it's hard to do, uh, you know, events like this and have consistent developers show up. There's always just a lot of turnover. And so if we started doing like more than one of these a year, for example, it would be really difficult to keep, you know, to bring in new studios and such, because it is a big expense. Um and then we're we're so kind of centrally located here in Salt Lake for just everything that we do, we you know with all the connections we have here in terms of the places that we know and everything else. Trying to take it to a new market where we, especially if we don't have an employee there, uh, it it just it adds layers of complexity that at the time right at the current time we just don't want to deal with. So
0: yeah, I don't right- think we're opposed to it, but it's not going to happen this year. It's not going to happen <laughs> next year. But I i don't think um but i think eventually yeah if it keeps growing if it keeps going then we'd love to you know it's just a
3: so it's safe to assume then if next year comes and you're doing it salt lake city is where we could look forward to seeing it
0: (laughs) i think
2: salt lake is going to be kind of the flagship one of what we you know where we'd hold it like every year uh for the foreseeable future
1: okay i like that though you kind of get that that local brand awareness with it too like people start to know all right you know it's well and it's also
3: yeah it's again it's also good for the economy as it continues to grow people come in more people come in more people stay in hotels and go out to dinner so usually conventions are really good for the cities
1: yeah i think this event's going to be a success but just at the the rate of the industry growing I like the networking aspect yeah but I think this will that's, probably that's be the, the smallest year of it ever just because next year vr is going to be even bigger yeah. next year vr is going to yeah. be even bigger has so nowhere it's a, to go but up but up so that's oh yeah
0: that's, yeah, that's awesome. the goal at least <laughs> yeah
1: and uh, yeah. so it's an esport event. I know you mentioned some of the games that you guys are going to be demoing with, you know, open to the public, such as like you know, Among Us, which I'll agree, I'm super excited for. Full disclosure, I've not partaken in the beta at all. So I'm, I'm, I won't say or deny <laughs> yeah. anything. So I've got there. the uh, the untested un- Among Us eyes. So that that's definitely super exciting from a spectator view. um What are some of like the more competitive esports events going on too?
0: Yeah, so. We've only... so...
2: Do you want to take Go it or forward. do you want me to take it?
0: <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. I like it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we've got uh, two big esports events going on. We have Epic Roller Coasters, um, which is kind of, it's it sounds a little unique for sure. Um, but we're doing competitions of the racing mode um, that has recently been updated. And so we're really excited about that. Really excited to be working with the dev team on that. And then we're also going to have Population 1 tournament um, going on. And so that's going to be our two big esports events. Um, And, you know, you can play other games, but those two, we're going to have tournaments. We're going to have big prize pools for them that include both cash and VR products um, to get some accessories on your setup. So those are two main ones that we're really excited for.
2: I want to clarify. When she says "big," we're talking like a thousand dollars total. <laughs> so we're not we're not talking like Overwatch kind of level big price pool. Okay,
0: big, big for the space, big for VR.
3: I I would say a thousand dollar cash prize is pretty
1: for the pretty world of VR. Yes. yes, big big is uh it's it's <laughs> just in the clarify. eyes of the beholder. Yes. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear. You know, big for one might be small. now. The pop
3: one ringers are going to come out. There'll be there'll be people who fly in to probably play that one.
1: Yeah, we love pop one. We play it all the time. Are we exceptionally good? I wouldn't enter one? a tournament. <laughs> no, but we
4: love even it for game. This
1: is like one
3: <laughs> of the best games hoping, we get.
0: We're hoping to like we're doing a kind of scoring system that hopefully it means anyone can be able to like participate and have some fun, even if they're not necessarily. Mm-hmm the highest level pop one players i'll admit i am not the highest level <laughs> pop one player so i still want to make sure that people can have fun so yeah but yeah. there should definitely i've heard there are some people planning to fly out for this and yep. and compete in that yeah That's
4: and awesome. i know
3: there's a ton in the area also because mm-hmm. i'll see the the posts in the community for pop one
1: mm-hmm. all the time have midwest man those people They're gonna are going to come good. in costume too <laughs> i can already ah oh, it's going to be a good convention so you said that you're going to do a little bit of a unique scoring feature for it. Uh are you able to talk a little bit about that or you're kind of keeping that more under wraps for
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's not too complex. It's kind of I've competed in some Fortnite tournaments. Um again, not the best at it, but I've (laughs) I've done it. And so it's kind of scored like those are, um, where you play through a couple matches. We're gonna do metro matches um at the event. And for every kill that you get, for every amount of, you know, however long you survive, you get a certain amount of points for those and then you play two or three matches and then the people with the highest scores move on to a finals and they play against each other in there and so that way you know you're if you die first off the bat you're not automatically just lost you know you can have another try get another go all
1: right that's fair that makes sense and i'm guessing it's going to be full squads of three
0: uh, we're doing solos actually, Ooh. just for for sign up ease.
2: <laughs> yeah, for for simplicity's sake, because you know we didn't have stuff out uh, like in terms of registration for uh, for a bit. Uh, we just figured solo was the easiest way to go. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and fair. this way,
0: if somebody comes day of, they're like they're shopping around the mall, they see the event, they're like, "What's that?" They can come in and sign up. You know, don't need to find a squad.
3: So if if one wanted to partake in a tournament, what's the cost associated with that?
0: Yeah. So, um, pop one, um, for right now, pop one is just scheduled to be on Saturday. So we, uh, you actually only need to buy a one day ticket for Saturday. If you want to compete in an Epic roller coasters, or we might end up adding a three-day pop one option. Um, then you do need a three-day ticket. So the and no, you can't just buy three one-day tickets because if you have a three-day ticket, um, that basically proves us like, yeah, you're going to come back all three days. So if you move on in the tournament, then you're going to be there to compete in the tournament.
3: So. No, nope, that's fair. And again, the price is
1: not... No, it's it's a bargain, especially with that coupon code, Rough Talk VR. And you <laughs> could win $1,000. Yeah. No, I... I More won't... than pay for a stop. Right, $1,000
2: I... and product because both tournaments are being sponsored by Albica. So we've got some of the new carrying cases, battery straps... Uh you know so they're they're really excited to be you know pitching product here for this and so we're really happy to have them on as an official sponsor.
3: Will there be um product vendors about as well or
2: So Hello Real um they do a bunch of like VR accessory stuff. They're going to have a booth there to uh demonstrate uh you know some of their product and you know just some of the things that they provide. Uh and also I don't know how far of a capacity this is because this came on just very very recently but Pico is going to have a presence of some sort. That's still just kind of being hammered out, though. So, okay.
3: P- that's a good start.
2: Pico
1: is taking the role of Kool-Aid, man. They're just bursting through the door going, we're here. <laughs> you know, nice here to we, meet you. Here we come. You know, take our product. Try us out. I just, I feel like a year ago, Pico was much more whispers. And now it's like. Oh, it's already happening. They're present. They're just, they're coming out strong. It's it's remarkable to see how much of the industry of VR is growing. And events like this, you know, yeah. esports com- conventions, that's. I, I think that's e-sports part of that growth and
3: we've talked about it on other episodes we've had is like, that was a direction we saw was viable for VR.
1: So mm, Depending on the game that you're playing, you might need to be a legit athlete. Like you meet, nobody need to be in shape if you want to actually, you know, yeah, have some success.
3: No, I totally agree. So I'm just like, I'm liking this, this whole
1: concept mm-hmm. and the more have, I hear about it and have both of you been a part of uh, the company since the start or when did you guys get involved?
2: So like I said, I, I came on during our first big event in mm-hmm. 2020. So I've been here for about two years now.
0: Yeah, and then I started uh, just last December. So hit my 10 months just the other day. Um, <laughs> and so I've been here since we've been planning this event. But,
1: yeah. Nice. And how long have you guys been involved in VR in that some way? Yeah, question.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I stumble
1: uh, into the convention, you know?
2: So it's uh, funny enough. Um, my first big purchase as a, as a married man. Uh, was uh, technically right before we got married, but we decided to buy a PSVR. So that would have been like, you know, about March, April of 2017. And I've been kind of in love with VR since then. So yeah, I like I like when I worked at the radio station, I brought it in, got some several hosts to try it because I wanted them to put it on their socials and stuff. And so I, I've been in VR for a while. Uh, like I've been invested in seeing it grow and enjoying it.
0: And as for me, I uh, I hit my 10 months just a couple of days ago. Um, no, I, I wasn't really into VR too much before working with Val. I played like 2D games a lot more. Um, and then, yeah, I started working here and just I really like it. I'm not great at it still, I'll admit. Um, but I've been having a lot of fun getting to play it and get used to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Competitive VR is definitely its own animal, like, like a reference. We've been playing Pop 1 since it came out, mm-hmm. but... still get wiped i have fun i have a lot of fun i'll smile i'll laugh but i'm not i'm not winning every round that's for sure
2: i i outright suck at (laughs) shooters i am terrible at them and i acknowledge this uh like 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 i will get rolled by just about every 10 year old with a controller Mm
1: The 10-year-old's the worst one. That's my that's my biggest fear. I feel yeah. like if I knew my opponent was 40, I'd feel comfortable, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's always that fear when, when proximity chat comes on and it's a little squeaky 10-year-old's voice. You're like, oh, no. Yep. Oh, no.
3: That's happened to us in um the Wizards game there.
1: Mm-hmm. In Wands. You Wands. go to you wipe out a squad of them and then you go into the loading and you're like, oh, man, it was a bunch of little kids. That's the one game I can beat <laughs> little kids in is, is Wands Alliance. Not Pop 1, though. No, not Pop 1. And what's cool about you guys having Among Us there besides the fact that it's the first time that people are actually going to get to try Among Us for the majority of them? I mean, let's be real, the big question a lot of people have with Among Us is how is it going to how's the experience going to be if it's flooded with little kids in VR with voice chat whereas I don't think that'll be the case at your convention. I have a feeling you're not going to mm-hmm. see a bunch of 5-year-olds running around and stuff. So not only do you get to try Among Us, you're going to get to try it with, you know, adults. A, yeah, an actual mature crowd. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome
0: i don't know i don't know if we'd call us in (laughs) a mature crowd
1: but
0: definitely an an older one
1: yes all of us have made appropriate rotations around the sun you know yeah (laughs) yeah that's funny so uh you mentioned that you're not too good at shooters when it comes to vr what type of games do you like to play nate
2: uh i mean i will play shooters but mostly like single player ones like like it's multiplayer shooters i just really suck at because i just can't compete um I do a lot of like real viewer fishing because that's sort of my zen calm. I need to de stress because my boss is driving me up a wall game, <laughs> um, which Holla can attest to. That's a fairly common feeling around here sometimes. Uh, but I mean, basically, you know, I'll I'll try just about anything uh, that that shows up in front of me. So
3: now viewer fishing is
1: legit. Yeah, that could even be an eSport one. Who gets the biggest catch of the day? You know? we
2: <laughs> actually did a tournament for them with our winter games this last year.
1: Oh, geez how how did that go?
2: Pretty well. It was actually one of our uh, better received tournaments in company history. Um, so like what it was was we had people submit a uh, they they initially fished for like the Dolly Varden on like the Idaho Lake, and uh, you know we took the top six uh, entries for you know weight uh, on that one, and then. Uh, or waiter inches, whatever the big uh, measurement is there. And then from there, you know, we split it up and we did kind of like a fishing derby style of like whoever caught the most uh, white sea bass for the semifinals. And then it was whoever caught the most bluefin tuna for the finals. So,
1: oh, man, there's so much. potential. I never, you know, as soon as we started talking about it, I was like real VR fishing. You know, it's such a good viable option. But before we went into this talk, I wasn't sitting there with a, a list of possible. I'm thinking golf camp. now. I'm like, you get a golf tournament.
2: Walk about mini golf is going to be there and we've done tournaments for them too wow
3: walkabout is um mighty coconut is the best
1: yeah mighty coconut we, top golf it's amazing too we've or, uh, golf it. plus geez i'm still yeah golf so. plus is great <laughs> but yeah we've been inter- like you were saying we've interviewed a couple of the mighty coconut people and they're just they're very receptive of they're a power team
3: yeah the whole the whole company is made up individually of the literally the best of the best that they could get from oh. any into like Don used to be a Disney Imagineer, and all this—I th- mean,
1: mm-hmm. and it's cool to see all these developers
3: Lucas has the contacts with. Yeah, yeah it just—it's a, a pretty amazing company. Yeah. Well,
2: and and kind of building off that, like the you know, segueing to a great point here uh, as well with the convention is that uh, earlier this year, Mighty Coconut actually set us up with a Dave and Buster's connection, and so like we did, we ran an event for them in Austin where we were doing like a, just a small little local Dave and Buster's tournament uh because they want to expand out more into vr as well and so you know one thing's led to another from that and they're actually an official sponsor of this uh event all as well as you know some of the other ones we've got lined up so
3: no nope. yeah. uh, uh, just to test it. i'm not shocked at all yeah i v- really am not I'm like they're just they're an amazing company
1: vr isn't going anywhere you're starting to see the corporate sponsors the corporate people get interested you yeah. know oh, even yeah. Well, going.
3: people are starting to realize it's 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 holding true it's not going away it's it's growing it's becoming you know not mainstream yet but it's getting to that point where
1: when the when the places like dave and busters are going hey we want to go a little we bit want more, in yeah. i mean come on it's gotten some attention
2: yeah so
4: that's,
1: that's freaking that's, that's awesome i uh, jeez what what other games have you guys done in the past for uh for esports tournaments? Curious, oh, as myself oh boy. Uh,
2: <laughs> let's see uh we so the first game I actually ever casted when I when I came here was uh, Until You Fall, which we did uh, speed run tournaments on that, which is really cool because we uh, we had like we had Dwayne and uh, another person from Shell on uh, the cast as well, and we were just chatting about the game, but then uh, we had the, all three of the finalists, you know, in mixed reality setup, so it was like really really cool to watch that. Um, we've done we did a tournament for like The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Meat Grinder, um, Swordsman VR. Oh, gosh. I a long, long list. Um, We we did one for uh, Rezzo player. It was player 22 at the time. Uh, you're going to put me right on the spot like that. I'm not no, kidding. No worries. No, I, I Honestly, love... you've list,
1: listed off more than you even needed to. Yeah, the... Oh, oh uh,
2: 11 Table Tennis. We've actually done tournaments for them twice. That's another one. Uh, okay. And Racket NX.
1: Those sound, <laughs> dude. Swordsman VR, how did that work? That one sounds real, real exciting.
2: You know? uh, so they uh, the swordsman team was great, like Alec and Amir, and you yep. know everyone that we spoke to over there. Uh, they uh, they actually did some of their own back-end dev work to to build up like a unique experience for what they called the Hellfire tournament. And so like it was a completely new experience for their for their community to take part in this whole thing. And it was actually really cool to watch them all kind of rally together. That was actually, I think, for that tournament alone, we had over two hundred submissions uh for you know just the qualifiers
1: yeah that is one of my favorite
2: app lab games by far no That's just... and they're
3: they're over perfectionist so it doesn't shock me well
2: would... he, here's kind of the funny thing is that this was prior to them getting on app lab everyone who did this was steam vr or psvr
1: wow well, yeah so it
2: was even before they made it to quest
1: I got. I'm curious how big they're. They have to be one of the bigger app lab games yeah. at this point. And Alec and Elmir are, are both really cool people. We had them on the podcast. They I almost some, wore their sweatshirt today. Yeah, Isn't they that crazy. They had some cool stories about you know they almost shut down in 2019 and they they pushed through it and Swordsman VR was kind of like their last bitch effort as a as a studio in VR together and they've it had it some success. Yeah, yeah they, they were. No,
2: it's worked. They've done it. They've made a masterful game. It's it's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. And they so. still have more updates coming. They just relaunched their hand-to-hand. It's it's really so cool. So are these going to be streamable events that people can yeah. watch if they're not at the event?
3: If they're like, I want to see this Pop One tournament go down?
2: So, th- oh, well, yeah, Holly, yeah, you go ahead and answer that you're more involved.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> we, got, we got a few live streams going on. We're going to have um, The Walking Dead on Halloween. That one is going to be on our Twitch channel, Valvier underscore esports, as well as the influencers channels that are going to be streaming. Yeah. Um, And then we're also going to have Among Us on November 4th. And that one, again, our channel and the influencers. And then, um, yeah, on Saturday, November 5th, you're going to be able to watch um, the Epic Roller Coasters finals, the Pop One finals. And then we also have a knock league going on right now. And those finals, they're not going to be at the in-person event, um, but the finals are the same day as the event. And so if we're able to get the tech figured out um, with our players, then we will have that streaming on our channel as well. So, yeah, you're going to be able to watch all that stuff on ValVR underscore esports.
1: Let's take a quick break to take a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with you in just a moment. We are excited to announce our newest Rough Talk VR podcast sponsor, vrlist.xyz, a marketplace for VR talent that just launched April this year and already has over 100 members as of October. At vrlist.xyz, they believe the metaverse will usher in new opportunities for all those who partake in it. With that, they asked a simple question, how can you find VR creators? Unhappy with the results they found, it was time to take things into their own hands. They've embarked on a journey to simplify how those looking for VR services can connect with those who supply them. VRlist.xyz is an open marketplace for VR creators, instructors, entertainers, and proprietors to proudly showcase their talents and spaces to potential clients. And with already over 100 vendors listed, including Stratus and yours truly, vrlist.xyz is quickly becoming the premier vr talent marketplace again that's vrlist.xyz to
4: find the right vr talent
1: for your needs
4: hey everyone welcome to fresh ball fall it's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice That means sipping cider in the fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR. Whether you're brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you could use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. With this glorious package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. Inside, the 10 Platinum Package is everything you know and love about the Performance Package. Plus, some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game to platinum. The Lawn Mower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you can keep scaping even as the weather's changing. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply their aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. But we shouldn't have a signature scent for our pets. Use crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver. Ball toner to make sure your go-to smell is top shelf and not sweaty balls. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts for their Platinum Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag both specifically made to hold your goodies. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code ROUGHTALKVR. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine.
1: I have a feeling Nock is going to be such an entertaining one to watch. That'd be funny to watch, mm-hmm. yeah. That and Ultimax too would be. An, I know you guys don't have it today, but those type of soccer games I feel like are actually be some of the most spectator friendly ones. Mm-hmm. So, Knox intense, dude. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I I'd, I'd work up a sweat. That goes back. No to, doubt. That goes back to the point that you might have to start to see. You know, the people who take first, you got to have some cardio to take first. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be like just you know moving your thumbs around. You're you're stressing. No and prop your...
3: one maybe not. VR fishing, maybe not, but some of the other
1: ones. Yeah, definitely. VR fishing, you'll do the opposite of sweating,
3: but you'll have that stress of wanting to get So yeah, even though it's fishing, you'll still have some probably rapid heartbeat a little just from the whole competitive nature of it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. So outside of just doing these conventions, then the, the I'll say the other bread and butter is really just been hosting tournaments for different, different events.
2: Uh, kind of yes and no. We we tended to, at this point, not go for tournament stuff that's a standalone, just unless they've got a big enough community, um, just because we find that it doesn't perform quite as well unless it's attached to an event. So most of what we do is a lot of influencer marketing these days. Um, but, you know, that's not to say that we don't do tournaments and whatnot. Like we did, uh, for example, after our Fit Summit, we did a tournament for Cradle of Sins, which... Um, that's an interesting game <laughs> uh, and that's 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 what i'll say <laughs> I'll leave it at that. but uh but i mean that that went off rather well i mean pesky cashew came in and, and won as was to be expected but um but no like, like we'll do a lot of influencer marketing with just different vr studios and companies uh we've recently worked on the launch campaigns for like twilight zone vr uh, altair breaker nerf um Last year, actually, we worked with Ubisoft and Zero Latency to do the rollout for Far Cry VR, which, you know, we got Thrill Seeker and Ellis Toast out to Reno for that. And, you know, just this great experience. And, uh, you know, we heard back from both of them saying that that was the best experience they've had for a VR rollout like ever. So in terms of publicity and hype and everything.
1: That's awesome. And Twilight Zone VR was really good. I know you loved it and you love Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah so
3: developers cool dude
1: yeah douglas we spoke with uh with douglas the founder of fun train who who published the game they weren't the developers but oh, yeah, still so publishing is a, a huge huge aspect of it douglas was that That's was one cool of the more dude. fun interviews we yeah. had we ended up vibing for like an hour about his background and yeah doug's <laughs> a good
2: guy we've you know, we've we've enjoyed working with him so far
1: yeah so. he's a lot of he's a lot of fun to say the least <laughs> so it's really cool seeing how receptive all these development companies are to mm-hmm. you know working with you guys i mean Overall, has it been a little bit easier to get these type of connections get going than you would have thought? You know, you wouldn't think that it's it's so easy or anything like that to, to get developers on board. But based even on our experience of getting interviews and everything like that, the VR community is like, yeah, tell me when attitude, you know?
2: So a large part of that is just that one thing we keep hearing is these developers feel like they have no idea on marketing by and large. Like 90% of the people we talk to are just like, I don't know what I'm doing with marketing. Or like, we, we have no idea because there's so few big studios that are putting the money into it. So when we come and we're just like, hey, you know, we do marketing, we do influencer marketing, they immediately jump on it most of the time. It, it, even if we don't end up necessarily working with them, they usually at least will take a meeting just because they want to hear out, you know, like what, what is there to offer, What's the VR influencer marketing scene like? Um, and, and you know, we'll do everything from, like, small contracts, you know, just, like, just really tiny ones, all the way up to, like I said, you know, Twilight Zone, Altair Breaker, Nerf, uh, where you've just got huge corporate backing and stuff.
3: So. I, I think it's especially important because, like, if you're going, we'll say, the App Lab route, where you really are self-marketing your product, it's like, if you don't know how to do that, We've seen it in other senses where, you know, developer might have a great product, but they don't have a community manager and they're trying to do this all themselves. And you can see the effect that it has. they taking
1: so, criticisms too personal. or Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> exactly. putting
3: their business where it doesn't belong personally mm-hmm. from like, a, uh, you're a developer. That's what you should do. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be focusing on the social media aspect of it. So it's cool to know that people can, if they're interested, I'm mentioning they can get in touch with you and start yeah. marketing their product or learn how to market their
1: product. Yeah, we've, yes. we've come to the, the realization most of the VR games we love are five and under people. Like, there's there's, there's a very small team. So, to oh, have, yeah. most of them don't have marketing background It's normal. Most of them don't have. Which makes
3: sense because they're making, they're, they're programming this product. Not, mm-hmm. You know, the marketing is probably something that people aren't thinking of at the start of it to go, you know, this is going to be on us. You know, meta's not going to come and hold our hand and go, this is how you market your mm-hmm. your game. You have to do it and prove yourself. So
2: so. Yeah, well, and so so many of them are just hoping that you know it gets picked up and you know, on some video that you know people get interested in some influencer just takes it from there and and it just grows. And the fact of the matter is that it's really really hard to have that kind of luck uh, happen. Like um you know Julian over at Smash Drums, like we we talked to him when he was still really small and like side quest and whatnot. Uh, and like it, just one man shop, and his game has gone viral because of the fact like BMF picked it up. Uh because well, and and also, it's just an extremely well-made game. Oh
1: no, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's an important part of the equation. Has to be a good product, but it has to be presented well. Yeah, you know, especially with I think there's like even when
3: his was kind of early access only, it was still was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But like
2: one of my favorite VR games, actually, probably my favorite game for VR, uh, Battle Group VR, is you know it's a solo dev team, and it's gotten a little bit of traction because it's gotten picked up by like Mateo and a few others, but. Not the traction that it really kind of deserves, just because it's like they haven't hit that one influencer that's going to really take it and run. No,
1: nope. makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And like we we just spoke with the team for the second time uh, behind Arcaxer, and they, you know they just moved the official store. That's a one man yep. team, but I felt like forever they were just this hidden well, gem. Two people team. Two sorry, two man <laughs> team. Yeah, it's a two guy team. I uh, I always said like, why is this game hidden? But I didn't really see anybody really like you said take it and run with it. But I think mm-hmm. that's a game that as soon as People see what it has to offer. It's going to be easily one of the most popular on the store.
2: We we actually did work with them last year when they were still on App Lab with uh, getting them some influencer work with, I think it was like Disco VR and SoulFox. Um, but yeah, they're both actually coming out to this. Like they're not participating in like in a, a booth or anything, but they are coming out as developers to, you know, network and whatnot. And hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: how, I mean, how could you not? That's a great example of two people, a two-man team, mm-hmm. and they're doing such great work i imagine it's so hard to dedicate time to to marketing when you're making a whole game with two people
3: yeah and it's not <laughs> like theirs is a small it's yeah. not a small project and it no. continues
1: to grow and is going to grow and now wink wink you know no arc too full like 20 plus hour story on it so yeah. you know <laughs> some of the talent in there's the some no there's some amazing. good people
3: coming out to this event that's awesome
1: uh so you mentioned that your first headset you used was the playstation vr is yep. that still what you use, or do you have a new, new primary so, headset? So,
2: my PSVR has kind of given up the ghost. I'm not sure what happened, but there's a short in the cable somewhere, and we've not been able to play it since like 2020 because I've just not really tracked down how to replace it. Um, and it, I guess, it involves like calling Sony or something. So we've not been able to use that. But we have, uh, we have three quests uh, <laughs> here at home. So, cause I pre-ordered one and then my wife was like, you're going to pre-order one and then you're going to get me one for your, our anniversary because <laughs> I expect one. And then my youngest brother got one, uh, cause he would, he was an architect. He wanted to like use it to start doing, you know, architecture work and whatnot for building stuff. And then just realized how much work went into unity and he's like, I just don't have time for it. And so my mom gave it to my wife as a, uh, as a birthday gift. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> okay we'll, we'll take a third one. <laughs> so
1: It's freaking uh, awesome. How how do you feel as uh, using the quest in comparison to your initial love for the PlayStation VR? Do you love the Quest too as well, or is it, it does not scratch the same itch?
2: So there are pros and cons to it. I, I like the the graphical interface, uh the, the higher quality that you get with the PSVR because you do have that hardline cable. Um I've also I also have the unfortunate disadvantage that most of my purchases of VR stuff was already on the PSVR, so I, I don't have access to a lot of that now, but uh so that makes me a little biased, and and I'm really sad that I can't do Star Wars Squadrons, uh, on the Quest because like I grew up doing Rogue Squadron and whatnot. So like when that game came out, I was like I lost my mind when I found out it was going to be VR. Um, so like there are some pros to like the PSVR. Uh, I also like the the way that the handles are held better, that the responsiveness of them. Like for Beat Saber, it's a lot more natural than the way that it works for like the Quest, in my opinion. Um. The biggest thing that I like about the quest, and the thing that I think has made it made VR take off, that it offers, is that you break through the uh, the barrier of everything has to be wired up. Once you make it self contained, it is so much more accessible for people. Because the PSVR, I, I cannot tell you how many times I accidentally stepped on the cord. Um, because I'm, I rent, I I can't put holes in the ceiling for like a cable apparatus. <laughs> so um so like like for me i'd step on the cord all the time whereas with the quest that's not an issue and so that that is the biggest plus for like the quest too is that like you just you once it becomes self-contained it's so much more accessible um and, and beyond that
0: like cost-wise it, like my pc would run vr if i wanted it to but like i also put a lot of money into my pc a quest is like what four hundred dollars and then you're yeah. good to go
2: yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's just like, you know, the PSVR was the cost of a PS4 in and of itself. The the quest, you know, it it's when I pre-ordered mine, it was three hundred bucks. So it's it's cheaper than a current gen console, which is really kind of amazing to think about. And for especially for how much you get. You literally go to a different reality. Yeah,
1: I remember because I've been a long time viewer of vr i guess you could say but you know exactly i wasn't
3: spending (laughs) four (laughs) thousand dollars
1: yeah no i think i might like it dropping you know upgrading my pc up with fifteen hundred dollars then buying a nine hundred dollar head it's just a seven hundred it wasn't happening Mm -hmm. uh so when i saw wires yeah i saw the quest too i think i had it pre-ordered Two days later? I, I bought mine
3: without even trying it. Mm-hmm. I bought it based on you saying that.
1: Yeah, and I didn't even try a Quest 2. I tried a Quest 1, and I was like, yep. well, the Quest 2 is coming out, so I guess I'm going to get that. I saw the price, and I was like, Sold. Well, it'll be here in two days. And just that wow <laughs> moment of putting on that headset for the first time in is... My home screen
3: where you just like it's nothing but your whatever environment the Mm -hmm, default environment i didn't even know you could change it for 20 (laughs) minutes because i just stood in that and i was like i can't
1: believe i'm looking at this do the same thing everybody does the first time you look down at the hands you're like
0: whoa
3: yeah and i'm 50 so i like i remember pong you know just little square thing going across and they'd call it tennis and it's like it's really nothing and then you know atari and to, to stand and put shit on and it looks so damn good with no pre no like you dream of this when you're a little kid yeah and you don't well, need to like I,
2: yeah not to, not to date myself too much but i remember you know like the virtual boy you know the, the like nintendo's at first attempt at virtual reality where it was like you know the the, the headset looked like on the tripod that you stared into and it was like all red like i've been interested in virtual the idea of virtual reality since then but like it's actually real now which is crazy
3: yeah i'd i'd seen some janky things at some shopping centers i mm-hmm. think in the the mid 90s that was supposed yeah. to be vr but it was essentially like black and white imagery and it was strange but
1: one of my cousins had a really shitty pixelated like motorcycle game and you had these handles and it was like literally they were putting a a flat screen picture just In like face. Up, yeah. up up close to your eyes, and it was like no, so.
3: VR VR is legit, and it's like all somebody has to do is put that headset on and find your experience, and because I always refer to like even games, a lot of them are more than just a game; it's like an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're feeling things you'll never get off of like flat screen gaming. So uh, you
2: know, all, it, it just just the immersiveness has come so far, like like with the PSVR worlds, for example. Like I used to put you know my friends and family through the shark experience. I like I. My mom, when she tried it, was cowering in a corner as the shark was getting closer, like actually screaming. I wish I had it on video. It was really. Funny. I was
3: just thinking. I'm like, I've seen some videos of people doing that. It always amazes me. People never take the headset off. They, but they will.
2: Yeah, they'll scream. They'll scream. React, yeah. They'll run. I've had a, I have had a few take the headset off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Something that I miss, you know, in the early days of using VR. Like, I remember the first time I climbed the tower in the middle of Pop One, my palms were sweating. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, the immersion when you're so new to it oh, is yeah. so much higher. The vertigo. Yeah, I don't feelings. get that same palm sweatiness, I guess you could say, but there's something really magical about that first. First know. everything in VRs.
2: Yep.
1: So, are you, uh, like, kind of day one pre order for the PlayStation VR 2? Are you kind of.
2: uh I don't have a PS5 at the moment um we Me neither <laughs> we're probably we're, we're talking about picking one up but you know that's that's like a big cost so like right now it's like we either get christmas or we get a ps5 <laughs> and we're just deciding which one we want to go with
1: <laughs> so it goes back to that quest you get three three headsets though. yeah it's pretty know, good
3: that's a you can pull off a good party night
1: right and uh yeah. Holly, you know you mentioned you were a little bit more into flat screen gaming before it's funny too like i heard fortnite yeah yeah uh, <laughs> i've only won once at the game what's been your kind of perception of vr since you've you've come over to the to the light side the VR I'll say. World. yes the vr world to the dark side
0: uh, yeah for sure that's like that's like i really do like the quest too that it's totally self-contained because that's you know i grew up playing like the wii the ds you know definitely console gaming and so that was kind of like when I was like, oh, VR is essentially console gaming. Like I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then I'm definitely like, Valorant is my my heart and soul. <laughs> and Nate will be able to attest to how much I talk about Valorant. Um, but <laughs> she doesn't <I'm>... stop. <laughs> That's actually start, why she started to work
1: here because
0: it's yeah, called now. It will, but she'll just keep going. Exactly, but so I'm really, really excited for X8 to come out because X8 is like Valorant except for a little bit cooler. Um, because I just think the way that they are implementing the um, the VR just looks so cool. Just the way you know the hand movements to use your different abilities, um, just the the space of it. I that's I'm ecstatic for X8. <laughs> I can't wait for that to come out, which um,
2: is another title that's going to be here.
0: That is so. true um yeah we're gonna have third verse there but yeah so we're I'm really excited about that and I think like just I I really had a fun time getting used to like what VR really is um like every time I get into like big screen or Netflix and I just like can lay there and watch tv and it's like right there but it feels like I'm in like a movie theater um I just think the little details like that are so fun and like you were talking about being in the home environment for the first time and I got my quest on like it was a really snowy day and for some reason I'd left my window open so it's like freezing cold in my room and I like put on the headset and I had like the winter like the ski resort home screen and I literally just sat there I was like, you could convince me that this is real life. Like, you could tell me that I was not wearing a VR headset and that this is real life. I would believe you wholeheartedly. And I think that that's just, i it's so cool to me.
3: One of the things we've noticed with people who are involved in VR is the passion. It's like you can just hear it every time you talk about it or even if it's just the home screen experience, there's a passion that exists.
1: Well, you're definitely not getting into the world of VR for the money right now.
3: No, <laughs> no I don't think anybody was initially jumping into it going I'm, And that's what makes the people they, that have doing it, have done it and are currently doing it, you know, probably the most important cause they're proving to people it's a viable market.
1: Mm-hmm. Andy, like you said, you hear the passion and it's like, look, this is something that we use is something we love.
3: It's, Never heard kind of, somebody in the business complain how shitty the business is,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, just having fun. And, and obviously this team's having a blast doing with all I, you guys are, you know, the CEO is probably pushing everybody hard and Maybe makes a decision in an hour but hey it's it's on
1: all make, the, all to improve and right fun. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and uh in case any of our listeners swing by the event you know they're going to see you two there in person as well Are you guys going to be using the the booths or or
2: they'll see it? me in person at least Paula <laughs> might be uh Paul's gonna be a little more sus so
0: okay i they'll see me i will be in an among us costume for i was gonna say there's a costume okay yeah um but i'll be i'll I'll mostly be running the esports table nate will kind of just be around doing whatever i tell him to do um and so i'm the one that gets to make the schedules for the event um but yeah, so yeah, you'll definitely see us. You'll get to meet kind of all our co-workers. You're going to meet Ryan, our CEO. Um, so it'll be really fun. I love meeting our players. It's so much fun. So that's like, I'm, I, I love hanging out with everybody on Discord. I can't wait to hang out with everybody in real life.
1: That's awesome. It sounds like you're quite a big Among Us fan. I kind of got that impression in the beginning.
0: I think it's really cool that we're working with them. I honestly have not played that much Among Us. I was a little... I was a little too old for the the craze, so <laughs> uh, oh, I played it. <laughs> too old. Yeah. Okay. So I'm older
2: than you. I'm significantly older than you. I turned 36 next week and I've been Okay. Pl- I've sorry. Maybe it
0: wasn't age. Maybe it wasn't age. Maybe it was just my friend group's preferences. We yeah. I'm
1: over here. I'm 26. It. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That was definitely for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you played it. Yeah. Whole <laughs> bunch. Yeah. I, I like It was a good pandemic game with your friends, you know?
0: No, it's fun. Yeah. It is fun. I'm not, I'm not like, a super fan but i mean maybe i will be once it's in vr and once I think you're in cool. costume <laughs> yeah once i'm in costume i gotta be a super fan i
2: i will say it's a lot different to uh to play among us vr uh and the actual headset like for the actual among us rather than just like the vr chat mod um because that that was that was interesting <laughs> all the like all the eight and 12 year olds just with the voice modification and the screaming and whatnot and i'm just like my gosh this is miserable
1: that's why i definitely think that one of the coolest things is that it's going to be you know most likely a a mature in age at least audience
3: even after sale i anticipate it's going to be more of that adult audience believe it or not i hope so i think that's not there's some complexity involved in it so Mm -hmm. i think it just complex enough to kind of weed out the smallest
2: on the difference between like you know doing it on vr chat where someone had made a like really well done mod admittedly um But, you know, just the mod still is that, you know, you could still do flat screen there. There's not a lot of kids that have access to Quest 2 just yet. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, because 13 plus only. And well, you'd hope. wink, wink. And not for nothing among us, I believe, was free when it came out on the App Store and everything like that. I'm very happy to see that there's going to be a very small but I think necessary price tag that Mm -hmm. I think is going to help make the audience people who actually want to enjoy the game yeah the price tags. yeah no not at all um nor is the
3: admission to this
1: event right and again you can use code word rough talk vr knock a a nice nice hefty discount off of there that's huge um you know i know you guys must be so busy with the event coming up so you know definitely we appreciate you taking the time to, to come on the show and and kind of hype things up a bit but you know before we wrap this baby up is there anything about the event that you know we didn't go over that maybe you want to talk about
2: i mean the only thing that i would say is that like if you are a student and you're in the you know the salt lake area or nearby and you're you know doing game design or have an interest in it this is a perfect networking opportunity um vr is still such a small community that like if you meet with a developer at a convention chances are you email them and they're going to remember you uh as opposed to like something like you know awe or gdc where it's like you know they, they meet thousands of people um This is a perfect opportunity to come out, learn about the industry, learn about the net, uh, like you know, network with people about what they want, what they're looking for. Uh, If honestly, for the price and what you can do for your career, you'd be you'd be insane not to try for it. uh, Just because, just based on the networking alone. So,
0: and I want to hit on—we didn't get too much into it—but Dave and Buster's we're having arcade night um, on Friday, November fourth. So that's going to be super fun. Um, we're going to pack up after the Among Us conference. We're going to head to the Dave & Busters. It's like one minute away. And yeah, we're just going to, then we can actually, maybe I'll be able to actually beat somebody at a arcade game. I don't know if I'll beat anybody at a VR game, but maybe an arcade game. I'm going to ski ball, But that'll be really fun. And yeah, hope to see you guys there.
3: Yeah, thank Definitely want to give you you both and the rest of your team a lot of credit for pulling this off because it sounds like it's really going to be a good event. Yeah, And, you, and I agree. If, if you want to, if you're at all interested in getting involved in VR, I mean, for the price of this, yeah. what the end result to your future could be is, it's
1: pretty ridiculous. Even just in general, even if not from a professional standpoint, just to meet all the people there, yeah. it sounds like a really cool social opportunity as well. Yeah. Oh my, yeah, the whole thing to me, it's
3: more about the networking and, in my head than it would be for, mm-hmm. but the fact that you also have esports going on as well mm-hmm. is pretty.
1: And you have quite a quite a hefty background with event management as well, so you know yeah. how much headaches go into these types oh, of yeah, things. Yeah, it's yeah. not snap your fingers and it all gets together. There's a, There's a lot to do.
2: I'm, I'm huh? still, I'll be honest, I am still terrified. There's one small little thing that I have not thought about that's going to throw a wrench in everything. No, trash bags,
0: Nate. we need to buy the trash bags, right. yeah, yeah, no, bags the, the, no,
2: gateway is already providing those I, oh, you know, everything so
1: there's there's always always something so no I, I definitely we know it's no easy feat uh you know we can't make any promises on air or anything like that hopefully you know something you know the, the world goes good and we can we can head down there of course our life is pretty busy right now we just moved into a a podcast if,
3: studio if, 4.0 if we get the patreon support i'd, I'd go <laughs>
1: yeah definitely you know what i'm saying uh but you know hopefully this isn't the last year we see you do it and i think it's going to become quite the 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 looked forward to event yeah, in the world the of vr event to yeah go to. absolutely that's, make, yeah,
2: that's what we're hoping for
1: make salt lake city the the, the place for vr you Home know of vr yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, Nate, Holla, thank you guys for taking the time with us. You know, I that was that was great. You know, I look forward to, to seeing how this whole event goes. And definitely for any of our listeners, if you're in that area, go check out the definitely check it out. Yeah. Check out the show note. You'll find the link right in there. The episode description. Use code word rough to talk VR and go have a good time. Awesome. So hope you all enjoy this episode and check out next week.